Lotus FM News with Tracy Valaidam. Good afternoon. More than 700 people are now confirmed to have died in a powerful earthquake that struck Nepal. More of many are feared to be dead and trapped under the rubble. The 7.8 magnitude quake struck an area between the capital of Kathmandu and the city of Pokhara. The government of Nepal says there has been massive damage at the epicenter. The BBC's Sanjoy Majumda reports. In the capital, a number of old buildings and temples have collapsed, including a historic tower nine stories high. As the first tremors were felt, residents of the city rushed out of their homes in panic. Hospitals in Kathmandu are already overflowing as more and more people are being brought in. But many people are feared to be trapped in the rubble of collapsed buildings. The situation is worse outside the capital, with the ancient town of Bhaktapur said to be very badly damaged. Helicopters are being sent to remote mountainous areas to get a sense of the damage from the air. Hawk's spokesperson Hangwani Mudlazi has denied reports that the acting boss Benny Intlameza has interfered with the planned prosecution of a KwaZulu-Natal businessman with ties to the Zuma family. Toshan Pandey, a business partner of Jacob Zuma's son Edward, will reportedly be prosecuted for his alleged attempts to bribe provincial hawk's head Johan Boyson. Intlameza is reported to have travelled to Deben to discuss the case with KwaZulu-Natal Director of Public Prosecutions. Pandey and senior police officers are expected to face Prosecutor Gerinel. Mudlazi has denied the meeting took place. DA Parliamentary Leader Muzi Maimane has welcomed a suggestion by his main contender in the leadership race for the party, Wilmot James, to have a public debate. He says four debates have already been arranged. The two men will contest the party's leadership at its National Elective Congress on May the 9th in Port Elizabeth. Speaking at the DA in KwaZulu-Natal Congress in Richards Bay, Maimane took a swipe at the EFF saying they pretended to care about the poor when they only interested in lining their own pockets. They turned to pay back the money when in fact they should be paying back the taxman. In fact, they have no interest in building our nation. They want to break the constitutional democracy that was built on the sacrifices of so many great South Africans. But you see, they want to stand up and polarize us on the basis of race. That's why we, more than ever, need to build a non-racial party committed to protecting our constitution and redressing the legacy of apartheid. Shifting focus this afternoon, ESCOM is not planning to implement rolling blackouts as maintenance work continues. Spokesperson Kulupa Siwe says the power grid is stable. He says ESCOM's so-called maintenance festival had plans started yesterday and will continue until May the 1st. Pasiwe says engineers are doing bulk maintenance work to get machinery ready for the winter. ESCOM's acting chief executive, Brian Molefe, earlier said the power utility would need to find 3,000 megawatts of electricity, the average shortfall in powering the grid, before the end of the year. Officials in the southern Chinese province say they have rescued a 34-year-old man who spent the last 18 years locked in a small room being tortured by his employers. He was brought to a cotton factory from his home province when he was a boy of 16. Since then, he was beaten, starved and humiliated. His employers have fled. The BBC's Jill McGivering. 
has further details. Pictures in the Chinese media show a gaunt, anxious young man. Police said he spoke with a stammer, didn't know what year it was, and was frightened at first to leave the small room where he was discovered in case his employer found out. Mr Xi has since told officials that he went willingly to Guangdong when he was a 16-year-old boy with a couple from his hometown in Jiangxi. But for the past 18 years, he was starved, beaten, humiliated, forced to stitch illegal cotton goods and denied contact with the outside world. Your top story this hour, more than 700 people are now confirmed to have died in a powerful earthquake that struck Nepal. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vladham. I'll be back with more news at 4.